Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. We had two race meetings yesterday in New South Wales, including a mega 12 racer out of Menangle yesterday afternoon, where we featured several heats of the Breeders' Challenge Series, which continues to amp up. Eve Crocker on Promised Land, they were the two two-year-old fillies winners and both from the Michael Doltoff barn. And then we moved across to the Colts and Geldings where Sweetheart Bart and also Montalbano were able to get the job done there. So no real surprises when it came to those winners. They were all well favoured and they now progress through to the semifinals in only a few weeks' time from now. James Locke also had a driving double as did Leighton Green. Uh, so a few of our youngsters here in New South Wales doing really good things. We also had Wagga last night and today we've got a double header as well which is a bit of a rarity for a Wednesday. Regularly we have Bathurst in their night time slot. Again they've got eight races tonight. The first at 5.45 and again their Breeders Challenge action and Tamworth will slot into the afternoon time slot with an early start as well. 11.35 so we're only about 45 minutes off the start of that nine races. So Make sure you're switched on to catch up with all of that action out of Tamworth this afternoon. I thought with the Inter-Dominion nominations closing at midday today, so speaking of time ticking, noon is a cutoff if you want to get involved in this year's Inter-Dominion for whether it be the Pacers or the Trotters. I thought we'd head south and head to Victoria where this year's Inter-Dominion will be run and catch up uh, with Tim O'Connor from HRV because there is plenty to discuss as much as we've got busy times here in New South Wales with the Breeders' Challenge. There's also the Victoria Cup uh, card next Saturday evening which will also feature the likes of the Derby and the Oaks amongst several other key features. Then we roll into the Breeders' Crown followed up by the Inter-Dominion and the Vic Bread Super Series. So, so much happening in Victoria in the last few months of this year and Tim's been kind enough to join us this morning to discuss all of that. Thanks for your time this morning, Tim. How are you? No doubt pretty busy down in your neck of the woods. G'day, Brett. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, you went through the, uh, the list of races there. Needless to say, I took a couple of weeks off uh, last week uh, just to make sure I could have a quick freshen up before pretty much, you know, no holidays right the way through to probably February, I'd say. So exciting times into the minion top of the list. And, um, of course, Victoria Cup, as you mentioned, in a couple of weeks. So the nominations close today at midday uh, and, of course, there'll be uh, no extensions given for those who miss out. So uh, in terms of nominations, I believe there's no nomination fee if you want to be involved in this first round uh, and people can nominate via Harness Web. So if there's anyone here listening that thinks, hang on, maybe this horse is progressing in the right way, it doesn't hurt to throw your hat in the ring. Absolutely, yeah. I just had a quick chat to, to Paul Oxenford in the racing office here at, at HRV. He tells me as of about 15 minutes ago, Britt, there's 79 paces and 68 trotters in the nominations at the moment. So a bit of an influx even from yesterday. Uh, I think the numbers were around 50 to 60 yesterday. and uh, We've had a good influx. Uh, I'm told Emma Stewart and uh, the McCarthy stable stepped in this morning and uh, lobbed a few nominations. So really good numbers as i said 79 for the paces 68 for the trotters um the plan is at this stage to run three pacing heats and two trotting heats uh this the trotting heats does have the potential to to extend to three heats but um that'll be made that'll be a decision made by the racing office in due course so really good numbers as you said we've only got a, a bit over an hour to get your nominations in so if you are listening and you think it's worth throwing a 
your hat in the ring, it's better you, you better get under the computer and, and get cracking because you haven't got long to get them in. When can we expect to see, I guess, a bit of a list of nominations? And then you mentioned the rankings, and there is a different process, and we won't go through it in depth here today. But in terms of the rankings this year, it's not discretionary. It's actually done on Group 1 wins and then down to, uh, I guess, prize money earned in the last 12 months or so. So when can we expect to see them, I guess, uh, to give us a little bit more insight into where everyone's lying? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so the word true is that... Um the release of the final nominations, which I said there's 79 paces, 68 trotters at the moment. That'll be through about 4pm today up on our website, thetrots.com.au. So you'll have a list of horses and the plan is to also release the first round of rankings tomorrow on Friday. So um, we'll have a pretty good guide about where you sit or all trainers and owners will have a guide about where they sit in the pecking order. You're right, there's a bit of a, a criteria to work on this year with... Um, with the, the way that these are ranked so I think in the past as you said but you'd know better than me but it was fairly discretionary it was just up to the to the racing office and, and the handicappers but they've got a bit of a criteria it is up on our website uh, there's a story we wrote um, a couple of months ago outlining sort of the I guess it's a, an order of the way you rank them there's certain races that um, across Australia and New Zealand that, that elevate you and also prize money and, and a range of things so it'll be done uh, very fairly and there's also of course the golden ticket races there's, there's been uh, a number in victoria there's going to be eight in all so four pacing golden ticket races and four trotting golden ticket races in victoria but also five across new south wales the first of which was won by uh, where you've been bopping for james ratray on saturday night so there's other ways to get in there's still a few of those left so get your nomination in and then try and win one of those races if you're uh, if you're on the periphery i guess it's so exciting. The Inter-Dominion is a time-honoured event and really is what represents harness racing. So it's great to see it back in Victoria. And we know that we're going to see the heats travel around to the various regions. That's really what a, what epitomises the Inter-Dominion, doesn't it, Tim? And I know you've been involved in harness racing. That's what, I guess, our sport's known for. So it's important that it is back in Victoria because it's had, a, I guess, a long and steeped history in Victoria. But also the fact that we're going to see these horses not just at the metropolitan circuit but we get to take them out to the masses as well i think it's great um we, i'm looking at the the um heat dates here in ballarat my hometown which uh, i'm only about two minutes away from the track here in ballarat and we get the first round of heats it's, it's exciting uh for for any sports fan but particularly harness racing fans so november 26 at ballarat at bray raceway here then we head to shepparton on november 29 then off to geelong on december 3 so they're the three rounds of heats and then the grand final on Saturday, December 10 at Melton. It's a, talking to trainers and drivers, Britain, you'd be the same. It's, it's a unique series in, in all three racing codes. And some horses won't handle it. I, I know for one that, you know, Aaron Dunn with Bondi Lockdown, it's probably not a race series that he's interested in. Doesn't think his horse will handle that grueling nature of traveling around and, and racing, uh, in heat so close together. But in other ways, it, it's, a, it's the test of a, a champion horse so i love it i love the i love that it's going around to the regional venues particularly you know obviously by being here in ballarat it's really exciting but i love the opportunity to travel around race on different tracks there's all they're all unique ballarat shepherd and geelong of course ballarat doesn't have a sprint lane too britain and i know last time the Inter dominion was here in 2018 the club actually put a sprint lane in which will be another discussion they're going to have to have in the coming weeks so 
heaps to look forward to and um, yeah it's just going to be a great series I can't wait for it to kick off as I said here in Ballarat on November 26th a little later this afternoon, we'll have a clearer picture, but he is hoping that we get representation from many of the states and it would be great to see some Kiwis come across as well to make it that really trans-Tasman feel. Now, I'm not sure we're going to see her in the nominations for the Inter-Dominion. Maybe they'll pop a nom in just in case. And Red, she was back at the trials yesterday. You're on track. No doubt many of our listeners have tuned in to, to I guess, run the eye over how she has returned. But your opinion on Ladies in Red's first trial back since that rising sun, and we'll see her next Saturday night at Melton as well. That's right, Brett. Yeah, I was on track yesterday. Uh, David Moran made the trip down from Shepparton to take the drive, so he's very thankful that the connections Bill and Ann Anderson uh, and Emma and Clayton Tonkin, uh, Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin have, have given him the drive. Of course, he's only just returned from a, a short period of suspension, so he, he was down to drive her. She worked a little bit early in the trial. It was only three horses. She took on stable mates Phoenix Prince and Mac Dan. Uh, she was the outside of the, the three horses and, and did work a little bit in a, a 28 and a half first quarter, but she found the top eventually, uh, steadied up as you'd expect, and then and then dashed home in, I think it was 26-9 the final quarter, and, and she hung on to beat Phoenix Prince, who was really impressive, uh, hitting the line hard and, and getting the lead and, and sort of racing through the line and, and heading ladies in red after the line, and MacDown was a close third, so... I thought it was a great trial. We had David Moran mic'd up and, and GoPro'd up in the sulky, and that's up on our social media channels if anyone wants to look. And he talked through the trial. He sounded really happy. I spoke to him after the trial. He was, uh, he said she, you know, she pulled up a little bit. Uh, she was blowing a little bit after the trial, but nothing more than expected. And just a, a quick uh, gut feel from David. I think she might trial again next Tuesday at Melton before racing in the Group Three Make Mine Cullen on Saturday night. So. If we haven't got enough on Saturday night, October 8, we've got Victoria Cup, the Derby final, the, the Oaks final. We've also got Ladies in Red returning for her first race since the Rising Sun. So uh, you don't need many more excuses to get to the track, I don't think, Rick. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. It's going to be going to be a great night. And after, I guess, the last few years where the Victoria Cups, uh, the Victoria Cup night itself has probably been... Uh, hindered by COVID, it will be great to see, a, no doubt, another big crowd on track. In terms of, and I'm going to be cheeky, I'm going to ask you for an early derby tip and an early Oaks heat, even before the heats, before we know the final field barrier draws, but these have been races that have been uh, really hyped up for quite some time, particularly the derby. I'm a leap to fame fan and I think Just Hope is going to be really hard to beat in the Oaks. Which way are you leaning at this very early stage? Yeah, I like uh, I like your thoughts with Just Hope. I'm a big fan of that horse from the Jack Stable. So I'll probably I'll join you with Just Hope uh, for the Oaks for an early tip. Uh, I've got a little whisper for it going back a few months ago that um, Captain Ravishing was working the house down at his new home at Emma Stewart Stable. And I did have a little futures bet at around $6. I did miss the $21 that was on offer. <laughs> and I, uh, I ran into a few people on track at Kilmore Saturday night that were... Uh, smiling that I think might have had a piece of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Captain Ravishing. I, I'm not convinced that um, what I've seen so far that he's a Derby horse. Of course, he's been able to sprint electrically in quick closing quarters, but I think he's just too brilliant to ignore. Um, he broke the track record at Kilmore by over a second on Saturday night. So Captain Ravishing for me in the in the Derby, and I'll go with you, Just Token the Oaks. I reckon. 
Well, we're going to get a really good line on the top two embedding for the Derby in their heat on Saturday night. They clash in race number six, leap to fame 11, captain ravishing 12. So it's going to be a very, very interesting race and a great lead in and entree towards that Victoria Derby final next Saturday night. It's going to be a very busy few months for you, Tim. So we really appreciate you joining us this morning here and on the pace. Enjoy it. And maybe we'll get to catch up throughout that period as well with a little bit of an update from a HRV perspective. But thanks again for your time. No, thanks for any time. And hopefully we'll see you down here in Victoria in the coming week. Absolutely. would love to be there. It's going to be a great few weeks and months in Victoria and New South Wales will have strong representation across the board as well. So we'll keep you up to date on all of that here during On The Pace throughout the week. That's this morning's edition, Wednesday morning. Just a reminder, those two cards of racing today, Tamworth, the nine races get underway uh, at 11.35, so not too far away, followed up by Bathurst and eight races this evening from 5.45. We'll catch you again tomorrow here on On The Pace on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30.